Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match with you great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I use Anchor in a simple matter. I take my podcast episodes, edit them in Premiere, upload them to Anchor and schedule them and set my tags and my description, all that good stuff. Just sit back and let it distribute to all the platforms. It's very simple and very easy to use and very user-friendly. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Okay, <laughs> we're all good. <laughs> it's a backup. See, I have a black. I'm like Batman, dude. <laughs> uh, no, no, you're not. <laughs> I have. I have no, a backup what was it? Plan. Uh, George compared us to Batman and Robin, and I was like, I think Mark would like Superman. I think Mark or Batman, and Superman, and I'm like, that works because Mark likes Superman more than Batman. So I think that works for me. I can be Batman. Wait, That's fine. wait, wait. Who was fucking Robin? No, then I was like, no, don't make us Batman and Robin. I'm like, he's like Batman, and Superman. I'm like, that works. I'm like, all yeah, right, but who that was works. Robin? In that I don't know. Context. Who, I don't know who'd Robin be in that context. What the fuck? I hope I'm not Robin. I don't want to be. But what's wrong? Would you not want to be Dick Grayson, Robin? <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> no, I would rather be Jason Todd, Robin. Okay, you you do what you need to do. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> you do what you need to do. Yeah, yeah, I'll do what I want to do. I will kill. <laughs> Bruce! <laughs> hey everyone, it's John and Mark, and welcome to our June vlogcast, our monthly newsletter to you frame chasers out there. I hope you're having a good, 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 uh, and I hope you had a good May, I should say. I hope you had a good Memorial Day weekend. Um, we're looking at now June, which is the sixth month into our foray of chasing the frame as well, and the sixth month of the year, if not mistaken, January, March, January, February, March, April, May, June. Yeah, six months into the year of wow. 2020, which has been that's a long ass time. Uh, it's been the lo- it feels like the longest 2020. It feels like the longest year ever, to be honest, especially with all this COVID shit going on. So it's it's oh, kind yeah, of insane. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of insane to begin with. Um, but I hope you guys are all, you know, doing well. Hope you're all staying safe. I know suicide rates up like tremendously, apparently too. What? During this whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Well, no, like, I, well, I'm just saying, cause I, I mean, I hope people are doing all right. Like I know that there's a lot of fucking shit going on. Like apparently that went suicide- from like zero to 100 real quick. Yeah, dude. Like, I, I mean, I'm just letting people know I'm transparent. I've, I've heard suicide rates up and like, I just hope everyone's staying safe and everyone's not like doing anything stupid in that regard i don't want anyone hurting themselves i want everyone to feel you know safe and secure i know we're in tough times but you know i want everyone to come out through through the other end on a good side and i think we're going to be stronger physically and mentally prepared more um you know i just want i just want people i I just like i like our viewers i like our listeners i i I don't know who any all of them are but i like them and i appreciate every fucking one of them because they listen to our show and i don't want anyone to be uh hurt in any way you know 
So that's how I feel about that. Um, uh, also, before we get into the news of things, I want to be transparent as fuck with y'all. So we hit the six-month journey of our podcast. It's been a fucking incredible six months, Mark. What do you think? Yep. Um, it has been glorious. It, it um, has. It, it's if anything, from what I've been experiencing and what you've been experiencing and what we've been seeing mostly is, uh, you, you for one, chasing the frame. I believe mm-hmm. it's eight hundred, right? Listens over eight hundred listens now. Eight hundred twenty. I was going to say over eight hundred yes. listens. I'm. I apologize. No, but it's okay. also uh, Otaku is doing well too. On top, yes, of that. yes, it's it's a good month for uh, the podcast. I think the. I mean, as as bad as again this pandemic's been, it's been good for podcasters all 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 across the nation. I think um, everyone's doing yeah. a podcast too now, uh, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. e- the easiest forms of easiest forms of listening it's easier than video to be honest um again guys we apologize for not putting posting the videos up uh, as quick on as YouTube, possible yeah so i mean it's tough uh, i'm trying to take a whole week off in june so um during that week uh, off, what's what's cool though and we just recently talked about this so yeah. um discord though uh it's it's a highly used tool i'm i mean I, I i talked about this in otaku and i never talked about it through the chasing the frame uh part of it um we we i just released a new uh uh like we just released a new episode of otaku about yeah. like this pretend uh anime convention thing yeah and uh we i heavily stated that discord changes the whole view of everything and it's a useful tool i will still say it on this podcast as well discord is an extremely useful tool i am so happy that we have something like this because in a, in this case it's possible i think we could do our own video type of uh uh podcast itself um even when people are not around or we have guests that are far away that yeah can, no that can definitely. do video with us and we can have video portions of our podcast um through discord as well yeah i mean it's i was gonna get to now. that actually because we haven't recorded oh, anything in a while yeah so like um you know people people you know it's gonna be harder to get people on the action in the actual space for the time being and i yeah. i'm not i'm not i'm not like i'm, I'm kind of waiting a little bit too to see how this all plays out to august and then i'll probably start recording again a lot of this stuff too but we do have 51 Physically. episodes physically yeah we have 51 yeah. episodes and even even if it, it we have to wait longer depending on it then then we'll start doing the visual with uh discord as well too that's why i think the the idea is for me is is when it's see how it goes till march and then from march or not march sorry august and see how it goes from there and in august we don't get to a physical space again we'll start we'll still do it now with a video podcast um on discord yeah, and it's it's uh it just it's a useful tool. It's it's it one is, of the yeah. best tools I've ever had and and downloaded. Yeah. So props to you guys that made Discord. It's a it's one of the best things in this uh whole pandemic that has kept me sane. If anything, <laughs> and a bunch of YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, and YouTube, of course. <laughs> yeah. So um also guys uh you know let's let's t- i'm gonna tell him mark i'm gonna fucking tell him what we have for okay. our one-year anniversary i know we're six months out from a one-year anniversary oh but are we announcing it really i'm gonna announce it because you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna, i'm of the mindset we throw it out to the universe we're letting you know now well, what is the it idea- because it's the half of the year well yeah it's half of the year also i want i want them to get the idea of what we want to do and i want to see how people react oh. to it i mean i've asked some people and they all think it's a great idea um but also oh, you know, really okay yeah 
Um, but also, it's also the fact that, you know, once you throw shit out in the universe, now we either have to do it or we have to try to make it work. And if it can't work, we, we tried, you know what I mean? So that's the whole thing about this too. Like, it's like Ryan Conley. I said, hey, Mark, I'm going to get Ryan Conley on the show and then fucking, yeah, like, you you're know, right, you're a month right. later. Yeah, yeah. So now, now Which I is have to funny. force myself. Can, can I add this too? Yeah. Um, to add to our otaku uh, doing well as well as chasing the frame. That um, you know how we got Ryan Conley on yeah. on chasing the frame. Well, uh, we got a uh, famous YouTuber slash Twitch streamer slash cosplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's she's well known in the community of anime in general. So it's a yeah. big catch. She her name is Stella Chu, and she's going to be in our podcast. That's very exciting. That's this Saturday, right? Yes, it's this Saturday. I'm I'm super excited. My uh my some of my hosts co-hosts are super excited because that's a big that's actually a pretty big catch. It's that is a big so, get. Congratulations like, again on that, by the way. Thank you. It's 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 fun. Well, just like there's like uh we're still like in the bounce of like making sure we find the time for yeah. it, like the actual time on Saturday. But yeah, it's it's going to be happening Saturday. She sounds like she's uh, ready for it. So sweet, dude. Sweet. And yeah, then, dude, uh, it's amazing. <laughs> so so. The the news I want to throw out there to you is that for the one year anniversary, it's in January, right? But mm, sometime yep. around January, not specifically January 1st, because that'd be fucking t- terrible because it's New Year's Day. But uh, <laughs> we want to do a live show for our one year anniversary. So we want you guys to know now because we're going to start probably ramping up that idea sooner rather, rather than later. And we're pl- yeah. I'm trying to plan it now. I've reached out to a venue. Uh, they haven't answered me back, but I'm going to probably call them hopefully within the next week or two. Um, and see what's up and maybe, maybe see how much it offer, uh, how much they're offering to, you know, for us to use the space. We still have to plan out a lot of things, uh, figure yeah, out something. We'll, pro- we'll probably do it like an Indiegogo or a Kickstarter, depending on what we need to do, uh, you know, pony up for this, uh, thing. But we're, I'm really fucking excited. I think it's a different, uh, thing. It's a new venture for us to try this in a live atmosphere. So, you know, uh, I've been thinking about it a lot, so that's that's the news there. And another bit of news is I'll just tell people because again, we're the, I want to be the most transparent podcast around as possible. Um, okay. I won't lie, but we're 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 I'm looking for uh, you know investors. Uh, you know, we want to get this podcast to the next level, and you know, we're doing that. I think uh, the best we can with the two of us really um, doing this stuff. And you know, I, I mean. 800, 800 listens isn't a lot, but it's a lot in my book, and we're we're gaining traction every day. Uh, you know, the main goal this year is to get the fifteen hundred, uh, and hopefully, I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna exceed that, which is gonna be fucking awesome. But you know, we're look, I'm looking for people to invest in the podcast, make this work, and like grow the podcast because we have a lot, of, we have a lot of great plans for the future, and we really can't do that without some sort of investment. So if anyone knows anyone looking to invest in a podcast, podcast network, let us know and we'll hopefully talk turkey. I'm working on the business plan right now as we speak. There we go. Cool. Yep. So Mark, what's in the news? Let's talk about the news. Okay. Time for news. All right. So today, uh, so the, a few things that were announced. Uh, so we're going back to red again. <laughs> okay. The Komodo, uh, because uh, the last time we didn't get the true Komodo price. Yes. Um, so they did announce uh, the cost of the Komodo and including uh, some extras with that cost. So the the normal Komodo that you can get, uh, which is if you guys don't know, Red uh, Red is releasing a new camera, and we talked about this last vlog cast. Um, it's their their first cinema camera that's below ten thousand dollars, 
and it will sport red code raw and everything that's good. It's 6K camera, da 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 da, right? So, um, the cost of the camera, they finally announced it uh, for sure as an official. Um, it is going to be $6,000, which is yes. pretty cheap for what it is. That's pretty for the cool. black one. For the black one. Yes, for the black one. So, but the seven thousand dollar one or higher, I believe it's going to mm-hmm. be higher depending on what you add to it. I guess um, can give you custom colors, which has never yeah. been done. The in any I heard the cinema. S- I heard the seven thousand dollars the white one. Then it's eight thousand dollars for a custom color one. I know that oh, okay. today somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's so that's something new. That's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not expect it. Just to give you a price comparison, guys, uh, most uh, reds are, let's say, um, the Dragon X is the next step up, as in for the official, like the ones that haven't been uh, dwindled yeah. out, basically, their they're, they're main lineup right now. Uh, Dragon X is another 6K Super 35 sensor uh, uh, camera. That's $15,000 uh, rounded up. Yeah. So uh, oh. that versus... <laughs> Six thousand to get the cheapest one, you know that's that's a huge jump. That is a huge jump, and don't forget also if you had a hydrogen, which probably no one had a hydrogen, it was five thousand. I'm not five thousand. It's five thousand dollars. It's a thousand dollars off for owning okay. a hydrogen phone. Yeah, yeah, and then of course Gemini is the next one above the Dragon X, the five K one. That is, but it's a dual native ISO five uh, K, and it's one of the best uh, uh, low light cameras in the market. That's about twenty thousand. Um, mm-hmm. the, the helium is up next. That's the 8K is super 35 sensor. That's 25,000. Uh, I'm rounding this up, by the way. Um, and then the Monstro 8K is, is their best one ever. They're, uh, and it's like it's its own sensor, which is larger than full frame, apparently. Yeah. Um, that's 55,000. So you can tell that red is pretty fucking expensive. So, yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like this being 6,000 is incredible. That's, yes. And it's supposed to uh, go in competition with Blackmagic Design, Canon, mm-hmm. Kin- Kinfinity, Panasonic, yep. and Zcam. Uh, I did see something from uh, someone named James Land. I don't remember. I think that was his name. It wasn't Jared Land. It was someone named James Land. And he mentioned it was in the. Bla- it was actually in the Zcam group. But did you see this? Where he talked about the user interface and how uh, Zcam needs to fix their user interface because it's not yeah. as good as a Red's user interface. Yeah, I, I found it. I found like it fascinating. That. Yeah. I mean, it's, but considering now, and this is a new thing too, uh, if you didn't notice, Maddie, um, Potato Jet, uh, um, full-time f- filmmaker, what's his name? Um, Peter Walbrecht you know, or something like that? Yeah, Peter yeah. Peter Walberg? Yeah, they're Wal- going to yeah. gonna be doing uh, Zcam reviews now, which means that it's getting more traction, which means yeah. that uh, there's uh, with that traction, there's going to be more popularity towards it, which means yeah. that they can start making even crazier cameras, which leads me to the next part. Go ahead. The Zcam segue to the Zcam E2M4 was announced. Mm-hmm. A new Zcam camera. So what's so what is this camera? It's actually fifteen hundred dollars. It's five hundred dollars cheaper than the regular E two, uh, yeah. which is like their most popular camera uh, uh, ever. And the E two uh, M four is actually a uh, very interesting camera in itself. So it is an E two basically. It's the same exact camera. With but with a newer housing, which is uh the same housing that they use on their flagship products, yeah. Um, and it doesn't have a sync feature. That's the only thing that's sacrificed with it. 
Yeah. Which, if you don't know what that sync feature is, is basically it's the Ethernet connection that can uh, connect all three, uh, like multiple amounts of Z cams together to uh, correspond with each other for live streaming without using software besides uh, open source software and stuff. So it's. And also, the- hopefully, you don't forget Z cam prices are down too. Yeah, that's right. Um, the. The uh, especially the E two S six went down about a thousand dollars. Yep, and so did so did the F six too. Yeah, that went down. Right. Uh, that was like five hundred, right? That was five thousand or something like that. I think now it's four thousand. No, I mean five hundred dollars down. Oh no, it's a oh, thousand. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I think. Uh, no, the S six is five hundred dollars off. The okay F six is a thousand dollars off. I'm just I'm just on B and H right now. <laughs> okay. And yeah. Then, so and then the F eight is still the same price. <laughs> Yeah, so that's fucking amazing. And of course, they finally pulled out ProRes RAW update yep. for all of their uh, all their Zcam cameras. So that's on top of that. And then of course, they showed off the the other thing that the E2 uh M4 offers as well that's kind of new is the interchangeable mounting uh plates. Mm-hmm. Okay. You could change out you could change out the uh, from Micro Four Thirds to EF if you want or or L, but or, isn't that the sensor size though? So like, it's just the mic. Is it is a thirty five millimeter sensor, or is it? Um, no, it's a, able to take out the mount. From what I see, you can actually take oh, out the mount. Oh, like what's this? I'm just, usually, usually when they say a micro four thirds, it's also the sensor size too. Then right? Well, the the mic. There's a micro four thirds mount though too. Yeah. Okay. And, and what I'm saying is the sensor. Then um, if you put an I, EF mount on there, I mean, I think it's still micro four thirds. Oh, okay. I, I was just I was yeah. just asking. Sorry. I was just curious. Yeah, I think it's still my because it's exactly the same camera as the E two. So Okay. So it should be micro four thirds. That kind but, of is Fugazi a little bit. That kind of kills in some ways that's cool, I guess, but it's like um they did announce though that they do have a turbo mount now too. What's which, the turbo mount? So apparently it's a uh it's a uh speed booster adapter. Okay. That you can, uh, you that replaces the micro four thirds mount on that E2. But a question, well, all just the E2, not the E2M, right? You're saying, yeah, it's for the M4. Okay. It's wait, it's for the, the, the turbo boost is for the M4, yeah. So it's it's supposed to replace, it's one of the first ones that can do that replacement with the E2 M4. Wait, I have a question, didn't you just replacement? So, wait, 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 didn't you just say the M4? For the M4 can just I can take off this M- micro four thirds mount and yes. put an EF mount. So yeah, well you could do that, or you can use this turbo mount if you want. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm a, not confused, but I just no, want. They know don't the- have anything out for the EF if that's what you're wondering. It's not out yet. Like okay, so, they so haven't the, made just a, a, a pro. Like they haven't made those those uh, adapters yet for uh, or the, those changeable mounts yet. The only one that they announced was this turbo mount. Gotcha. And uh, it's supposed to, and uh, it's supposed to be a speed booster. Basically, no, there is a fucking Z cam uh, interchangeable lens mount for the e- for EF mount. There is. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. No. 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 I mean, for the E2M4 mounting thing, their new way it, of doing it. Oh, it's not the same. Ma- no, it's not the this- same one. You actually have to t- take Allen wrenches and take out the mount and expose the sensor. Oh. It's kind of like oh. how they do with the reds and stuff. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That. Okay. But, no, this makes but, more sense to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I then, apologize. And then the uh, this new um, turbo mount is a new speed booster type of EF. Uh, okay. Interchangeable sorry. thing. 
Sorry, no, I was I was confused. No, it's it's kind of confusing, anyways. It's like because, but but that's cool, right? Like, that, so no, they made cool. their own type of speed booster, basically. You know, it's smart to do that because, um, let's be honest about it. Like, you look at um, Metabones. No, and this is no offense to Metabones, but they have two different mm. fucking ultra uh, boosters, right? A point six one and a, or right and a point seven one, right? Points, uh, a, an X point sixty four, which that's yeah, the one I, I have. Yeah, but there's also a point X sixty uh, seven one or uh, something like that too. Seventy four, but still, like, there's two different ones. Yeah, there's a, there's two different ones. So which one do you know? Which one to use? You know what I mean? Like, well, which the, one do you the use? difference is uh, the six the uh, the time sixty four is a lar- an even larger uh like uh, an even larger sensor size than the yeah. seventy two. So it, it lets in more. It lets in more uh like um less of a crop than. The seventy-two. Gotcha. It's not really okay. that huge of a difference, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is a bigger, so it makes you have a wider uh, look after your lenses. Cool. Still, yeah. So it will look like a, a super thirty-five, regardless mm-hmm. if it's a micro four-thirds. Okay. So, yeah. Um, in this case, though, this turbo mount. So if I can read, the difference is that it, it is fixed to the camera lens mount. Rather than on the adapter, according to uh, ZCam CEO Kinson Lowe, the turbo mount will come for the E2 M4 later, also for the E2 S6, and yeah. will and it should provide full co- control of EF lenses. It seems uh, it seems it will have positive lock e- EF mount, which means it has its own locking mechanism. You know, like yeah. the, like the PL mounts have, yeah, where yeah. you can actually lock it in. And huh, uh, yeah, so that it can't be pulled out without unlocking it. So it's yeah. kind of like those cinema cameras that do that. A uh, Z cam confirmed that it will not be possible to use the turbo mount and the END insert. So you can't mm. use the END for it at the okay. same time. Um, it will. Uh, it oh, so users have to choose either focal reducer or END. END is pretty cool, though. I don't know. That's kind of yeah. hard. <laughs> uh, turbo mounts magnifica- uh, mag- magnifications will be the 0.71X, so it's like that uh, Metabones one, mm. which is equivalent to the Metabones Speed Booster Ultra. Yeah, like I just said. <laughs> that means uh, APS-C EF lenses will not vignette. So, yeah. There you go. All right. That's cool. That's fucking cool. That That's really cool. fucking cool. So it's like I you think have Mark's your gonna own... buy this camera now, dude. It's it's me, dude. Zcam keeps doing like these cool ass fucking things, man, with their cameras. It's really they cool. Are, it's it's very different. They're, they're the new they're the new Black Magic in that regard. Then possibly we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um. So on to next news. Uh, Aurora Aurora Aperture uh has introduced their next generation rear mount filters for Sigma. Oh yes, Canon, yes. I'm glad you brought Can, this up. Uh, Nick, Nick, Nikon and Sony lenses. Yes, yes, yes. I I saw this earlier and I thought it was a good idea and a bad idea at the same time. Right. <laughs> I'll I'll explain my point. I didn't want like I didn't want like put it on Facebook earlier. I was like uh, I'll just tell them later. <laughs> but um, it's a good idea because I like I like it. Well, let's you know explain I mean? it to people because I don't think they know what that means exactly. Okay. So, yeah. Explain. Sorry. Uh, explain it. Okay. So um. Aurora Aperture, an American company specialized in making optical. So this is via uh uh Cinema 5D. 
Ur Aperture, an American company that specializes in making optical filters, is running a new Kickstarter campaign for their new rear mount filter system, which is basically it's a Kickstarter campaign, just to let you guys know. Yeah. Um, supporting the Canon 11 to 24 millimeter f4, basically the uh, the f stop four. Um, yeah. USM lens and other select Canon wide angle lenses. Uh, and of course all these other lenses from Nikon. Yeah, there's too many. <laughs> um, so basically they're, they're, they're making, uh, filters like ND filters, uh, maybe polarizers, stuff like that. Uh, it's for the back of your lens. Basically it's yeah. for where the lens meets the, uh, um, the mounting system looks cool for it. Oh yeah, it's it looks just magnetic, different. right? Yeah. It's, it's, no, it's no, 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 no. Uh, I, I, I don't know if it's this magnetic. It, it looks like it, it looks magnetic actual, though. It looks like an actual like mounting. Like it's it, it's it's shaped in a way that you can actually fit it in there. Well, yeah, it's and that's uh, I think it's got to be slightly magnetized because it, it fits perfectly in there because it's like it's too you know what I mean because it, it wouldn't pop yeah. off and the way the way they put it onto the thing. It looks like it has a little magnetation to it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I would probably have to check the Kickstarter if anything. Uh, the Kickstarter is closed, I think. Okay, I can't it, find because it's like you, you were saying uh, how you felt about it. Like, what do you feel? about Oh, it? let me explain. Because here's my point of view. In my in my estimation, well, not in my thing. In my thinking. <laughs> I can't fucking speak. But basically, it's a good idea. It's a bad idea. It's a good idea because it's like. You don't have to screw on in the front of the lens and all that yeah. shit. But the bad you idea part of it. Yeah, you don't have to touch it, but you, yeah, I mean, you don't have to clean it as much either. But the, still, I think the bad idea is that you're taking it off, you're taking the lens off, and now you're, you're you know, showing the sensor more. And and you're letting the sensor hit, get more dust particles in there, I feel like. You know what I mean? But, it, like, I mean, to counteract that, you you have to take out a lens anyway. When you're not, when, when you're when you're changing lenses, yeah. When you're changing lenses, but if let let's say for example, right here okay. this is what I'm saying. Like if you let's say you put a a a fifty on, right, and okay. you want to put a, a a ND filter on, like let's say it's a one. I'm gonna, it's call, I'm gonna call them by ones, twos, threes, fours, right? Not by step. What paying them on stop? But you want to put like a well, the first ND filter on the front, right? Okay, now you want to change that. All you have to do is unscrew the front and put another one on the front. You know what I mean? Yeah true so if if you if you now if you have a 50 on and now you have the the one in the back and you're like well shit i don't like how it is it's too strong it's too soft now you have to take the lens off put it on now you have to test it again and make sure it's the right one you know what i mean the right okay. the right look you're yeah. looking for so you're so yeah, you're doing you more lensing take you're taking off more lenses now than than uh not as much as right, just changing yeah, the fucking which means that lens. You're exposing that, yeah, that, and that's more than usual, that's what yeah. that's what that's my process in it. That's my thought process going to that. Like it's like I said, good idea. I like I like the idea, but at the same time, it's also not it's, the best idea. It's dangerous, especially it's if, dangerous, you have yeah. a, if you have a very expensive camera too. So, oh yeah, and yeah, I, I mean, totally I, underst- I understand like people are covering it with their hand, like the sensor, the, like, all that shit too. But still, like you know, shit's gonna get in there no matter yeah. how you look at it. Yeah, like yeah, true, true. So. I mean, unless you have that lens cap or the the body cap on you at all times, and yeah, that makes sense. But still, like you know, I I, I don't know. It's like, it's, again, it's a good idea, bad idea. Because I feel like a lot of people won't put the body cap on. You know yeah. what I mean? Be responsible no, about I, that. I totally get what you mean. Yeah, uh, it's, so that, it's it's yeah. kind of a, it's very dangerous for a camera. Uh, definitely. 
Um, so what did what they're uh, what they are selling off of this is the Power ND, which is yep. a neutral density filter uh, for light reduction. Their other one is the Power GND, which is a graduated uh, neutral density filter, and then mm-hmm. the Power Dusk, which is a light pollution reduction filter for astro- astrophotography and for cityscape photography in blue hours by reducing artificial light pollution. Interesting. Interesting. You know what? You know what? This could work actually, maybe in the sense of you know how some people put like two NDs on top of each other too. Yeah. So or, maybe or, like, or an ND or a polarizer on top. Yeah, of each yeah. You know, yeah. maybe maybe like the idea too is like you know you put the neutral density filter on there in the back and then you put the polarizer or whatever else to add more that way. I don't know. It's, it's another yeah, thought I, too. I just, eh, yeah, I I I have to agree with you. I don't think it's that smart. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. It's a cool idea. Don't get me wrong. And yeah. they, there's a, probably a bunch of people that worked really hard to make this possible. Yeah, no, I, I'm, not, I I'm not. I, I don't, no, I don't no, want, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying yeah. I don't, I'm not knocking people off for that. Oh, yeah. But I'm also stating that it's it's not it ha- it's not going to help, I think. It has its pros and cons. It has its, it has yeah. its pluses and weaknesses. That's what we'll say about I, it. I personally don't like it. So Yeah. I mean, if if someone shows me a video and explains like you know what they do, like if I saw more of a video about it than like just like their product demo, and like I saw actually someone work you know working with it. If you want to give it to us guys, we'll we'll give, do a review. <laughs> but I'll I'll, I'll I'll shamelessly promote myself right now. We'll we'll do an honest review. You know. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh. Personally, I, I, I. But I will say I just. I guess convince me. I'll just say that. Yeah, that, that's why know. I'm like, give us, give us, give us the fucking shit, and we'll review yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, it's very uh, technical. Okay, from there, uh, well, we'll move on to uh, the next part, which is Fujifilm X webcam. So, if you don't know, um, before this Fujifilm uh, one, uh, Canon did release software for um canon's uh, webcam capability so uh-huh. basically they have a software that can uh that can distribute the signal of uh of a uh, canon camera like dslrs into uh like say an elgato cam link so that you can use it as a webcam that's it yeah. was a really cool feature it it, it it makes it so you're uh an old dslr uh unlocks you know like a new feature that uh that you can bring life back into those old cameras, you know, if you don't yep. use them anymore, which is a cool, so wait, it's a cool thing. I didn't expect that. Now Fujifilm's doing it too. Will that work for my 60D? Yes. Holy shit! Yeah, it's cool as fuck, right? Only problem is uh, you have to keep this in mind about your 60D. It doesn't have a clean HDMI output. <laughs> Uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so you're gonna see all those extra stuff, you know, um, Wonderful. like with a 5D Mark II, it would probably. Yeah, just keep that in mind, guys. When you have like the Canon cameras like that, uh, if you have the uh, like the lower end versions, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying yours is lower end. Yeah, I'm, no, no, I'm just I, saying, I, like, oh, yeah, go ahead, sorry. I agree with you. I was gonna say, you know what? I I, I didn't tell you this recently because you know I've been going for walks. I took my camera with me, my 60D, and Ooh. I just took some photos because I, I I wanted to take some photos and like oh my you know, gosh. see the red alert. And, and fucking, um, fucking John is taking photos instead of instead of being cinema. Oh my gosh, the world is ending. This is the end. And <laughs> shut up, Mark. But uh, <laughs> what I found interesting is like I started like I brought the photos back and I shot raw and JPEG just to you know have something just to maybe pop okay, up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But 
I, I realized there's more chromatic aberration now on my camera because it's so old. And I'm like, shit, I really like this camera a lot. So I'm yeah, like, oh my gosh. It's that filtering inside of like uh, what Canon does with its uh, with its Kodak. It's like it's all yeah. It's it's filtering is weird. It's it's very disgusting looking. It's, it, it's weird. It's not it, it's not bad per se. Like it still works in YouTube. No, because like I was trying to find like a I found like a silhouette shot I liked of this like you know it was the sun kind of behind me or in front right. of me and like the this uh, leaf or whatever it was. And I right. took I took a snapshot of it. it. It looked great in the in the LCD. I got home and I'm like oh shit the edges around it were like you know chromatic aberrations yeah. and shit like that. And I it's was also like, the fact Fuck. that low light's not good on those things either. Well, it wasn't really a low light. It was like around I had a. Probably it was it was sun sun setting. It was so it was really good lighting, and um, you know it oh. wasn't like blowing up. Yeah, it it was just like you sure know and another shot. Either. It I don't think it was because it was a thirty five millimeter lens. So and that lens is pretty fucking new too. So um, I think it's the camera. It's more or less the I think it's I think it's more or less the camera because it is an older camera. It's about shit. It's, I got that in like twenty twelve. Mm. That camera, uh, 2011? So it's like nine yeah, years it's old. Probably, it's probably just a Kodak then. It's, yeah. yeah, it's finally like, you know, slowly breaking down. Even like I noticed that on like when I shot with it recently too, like, you know, like I've seen a lot more noise and shit like that too as well. well when you were saying camera. that, was that where you look at the JPEG more than the RAW though? No, it was in the RAW too. So it wasn't just uh, the JPEG. Oh, okay. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, back to Fujifilm. Yeah, so yeah. this 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 is happening with the Fujifilm now. The cameras that are supported with it. If you do have a Fujifilm camera, it mm-hmm. is the GFX one hundred, the GFX fifty S, and the GFX fifty uh, R, the XH one, the X Pro two, and the X Pro three, and then the XT two, XT three, mm-hmm. and the new XT four. So all of them will be able to be used as webcams. So you can use it on open open source programs like uh, OBS. You can even use it on XSplit and basically those streaming platform type of uh, um, tools. So yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. That is cool. Yeah. So and Canon can do it too. Uh, the, they have that Canon thing. So just keep that in mind, guys. So that's that's uh, one of the coolest things. Now, uh, n- next news is. Uh, Everybody's talking about this fucking camera right now, by the way. Uh, the Sony ZV-1, uh, the new Literally vlogging just came camera. out yesterday. <laughs> yeah, everybody's just talking yesterday. the fuck out of this camera. Yeah, it's also on the front of B&H website. Yeah, it's like Sony. And you know what? I have to admit, this camera is... Do you know how much it is, by the way? Um, don't look at the price. If you know how, if you know the price, oh, uh, I you're want gonna you to make pay. me guess it again. Oh, I want you to guess. I want you to fucking guess. Uh, we're gonna do this all the time, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, I want uh, want you to fucking guess. Okay, I want to yeah, see if it's yeah. if it's well worth the price for you. Um, if I were to guess right, it has to go against its. Uh, it has to phase out the other, uh, um, point and shoot. That's pretty big, which is I believe that. Was there other point and shoot like the Z one hundred T or I I forgot what it's called, but basically the other point and shoot that was all right. Just give me a, give me a goddamn price, Mark. <laughs> uh, eight hundred to a thousand. I'll put it right in. There. Oh, you're close. You're you're over. It's about seven fifty right now on B and H. But with the accessory, it's eight. It's eight hundred and fifty with that accessory piece that uh Pateo Jet was showing in his with the the stick thing. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I don't like that stick thing. I rather put it on a Weeble. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, I think that's just the accessory piece of just recording and zooming in and stuff like that. Yeah, that's yeah, what it's for. I still would get the vlogging. Weeble over that. I would just buy the body and just get a Weeble. That's a much better uh, 
uh, system in my opinion. But yeah, that's that's cool. That's that's really cheap. Wow, that's a very cheap camera. Um, if you guys don't know, this camera is very um, it's uh, it's impressive. It's very impressive. It is no, it it's is really especially that product mode. It's, especially that product mode. Yeah, like one of the coolest things is that it has a flip out screen. It has a fucking flip out screen for a Sony. What the fuck? <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? Mind blown. <laughs> That's hasn't been seen. Uh, the RX one hundred. Sorry, that's the one I was thinking. The RX one hundred Mark three. That's the the one that it competed. That I was thinking of it competed against. The, you know, the there's Sony. an RX one hundred Mark seven now. I, you know what? I don't remember now. But it's I'm, one I'm of the, it right it's now, the it's newest thousand dollars. It's that model, is what I'm saying. Yeah, the the that 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 Sony Cybershot DSC RX one hundred seven or eight. Okay. Six, okay. Yeah, seven is about twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, for that and, camera, and this is ten Fucking times better ridiculous. than that. Ten times yeah. better than that. Yeah. Uh, and in the so this this camera is very unique, guys. It's 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 uh, it's one of a kind right now. Uh, so it's it's a point and shoot. It doesn't have interchangeable changeable lenses. Um, it has S log two. Um, it it. Mm-hmm. It is a point and shoot style. It has a flip out fucking screen. It comes with a, a little dead cat that you can put well, on top of its hold, mic. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One second, one second. I get I get the excitement of this flip out screen, but I'm looking at the fucking RX one hundred seven and the flip. They have a flip out screen, but it's not really a. It's a flip up screen. Yeah, it's a flip up. That's what I'm saying. It's a flip out screen. That's unheard of in but, Sony. In I mean, I don't age. understand the big. The big deal about a flip out for, and a flip so up that screen. you can see yourself. And here's well, you can the problem. Well, RX, you want to hear the-, the problems of that? To see, this is another thing. Uh, you, I don't think you understand what that camera had problems over because they taught. I've been looking up these cameras for a long time because you know I'm looking for a new camera, right? Um, yeah, and you're also just problem, vlog with it too. That problem with that camera with its flip out, you the the shoe mount on there yeah. on top of that that RX100. It yeah. blocks the fucking mic- microphone area. Well, that's that's why it has a du- it has a dual thing on there. I just sent you it. Look at look at the one I just sent you. That's that's what they're advertising with the kit. See that other horseshoe or that uh, cold shoe horseshoe. Yeah, but you see no, but like if you buy it by itself, this was before oh, any of buy- this. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's blocking. If you put a microphone yeah. on there, when you need a microphone to vlog with, you can't see yeah. yourself that well. That was okay. one of the issues. Another issue is the connections suck on it. Sometimes, mm. the, dude. There's a whole. If you want to look up reviews of the RX100, there's a lot of issues with it. That's why they yeah. had to release something like this. This is the it's first. That's why everybody too, is freaking crazy. out over it because it's a flip out screen that actually goes on the side this time, so you can actually yeah. see yourself and you could put well, a mic on top. It's 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 a revolutionary for Sony. It's not. It's known on other cameras, yes, but the main thing is on the Sony. That's surprising, and not only that. Let me add all the other things that this camera does. That's very wow, next level that some cameras don't have right now, and. Uh, one of them is Sony's new color science, dude. Looks fucking good. They actually fixed their color science on this camera. Mm-hmm. That's surprising. Also, let me add this. Their new fucking autofocus is fucking amazing. 
It's yeah, shit was so accurate. Now it's not as good as dual pixel autofocus with uh, face tracking. It's not as good as it. Um, I mean, it's so fucking close though. It's almost like a five percent difference. Because if I remember, Canon's is just phenomenal. Nothing can beat Canon's uh, 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 auto uh, autofocus. But goddamn, it's so close. It's like I think if you put it side by side between a Canon and uh, and uh, this Sony. I guarantee you some people will be like, oh, that's not really that bad of a, a, a delay, you know? Yeah. It's that good, dude. It's so... And, and don't forget that fucking product thing. I keep saying that, but that thing's fucking dope as fuck, too. Yeah, dude. This is a very revolutionary vlogging camera. Like, there's not cameras in this kind of sense right now, which I think this could be their most uh, highest-selling camera since the... Can I say? The A7S II? Probably. Yeah. You can. I think you can. Because the A7S three will never come out. <laughs> we never talked about that <laughs> last uh, podcast, by the way. Oh. No, we I thought we did. I thought we no, mentioned we, we it. No, we like mentioned it. We didn't really talk yeah. into it. Which it will it will yeah, well, because there's no point to talk about when it won't come out. <laughs> yeah. You did make your make your point though to all the Sony fanboys though. Yeah. Um, I, I will say this is a very interesting camera. This could do hundred and twenty frames uh uh in 1080p uh continuously this can even do 960 frames by the way yeah but they said not to do that because yeah it looks like shit yeah but it can do it and it can even do 240 frames and it's still in 720p i believe and it's all continue oh no it's burst sorry it's burst burst after 120 uh, but yeah but 1080p is 120 and it's not burst it's continuous so that's fucking cool yeah that's really cool. Yes, I watched the potato, I watched the potato jet video yesterday. Yeah. Um, well, I'm just explaining to our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I'm just letting you know. I saw it. That's why I knew. That's why I'm like, yeah, it's right. this. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. So it's it's a little impressive camera. So if you guys are looking for a new camera and you're starting out, this is the camera. This especially is the camera. Vlog. Yeah, yeah. This is it. Vlog. This is the camera we've been all all been waiting for. And I have to admit that color science is. Uh, it's really good. It looks like you can the be vlog colored. camera. You didn't know you need it, but you need it. Yes. Um, that's, it, that's I will say it's still eight bit though. Yeah, but you're vlogging. You're not really doing color yeah, you're not correction doing that heavy much. Color correction. Like, you know, you're right. not really doing heavy color correction. You don't need. You, again, that, that, I mean, that doesn't matter if you're if you're just fucking going on camera going, "Hey guys, it's me," and you know, you're going with a neutral fucking profile. Hey guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey guys, that's why I watch the video and sell my lutz to you. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, so next, uh, next one uh, is the Panasonic S1H raw video output is delayed. Yes. So um, <laughs> they announced that it's going to be delayed. Uh, it was supposed to go for uh, so it's supposed to do 5.9K raw to HDMI to the mm-hmm. a- a- Atomos uh, um, Ninja Five. Um, and uh yeah they had to put it out it's supposed to be for their new firmware 2 update uh, but yeah they uh said they they can't do it uh due to covid basically interesting Um, yeah so uh i guess like the development of it was on hold i guess so what it was supposed to do uh, with this firmware it was supposed to down convert output over hdmi during 6k 5.9 or 5.4k uh recording um it was supposed to um in creative video mode, it is possible to disable the operation of starting, stopping video recording by pressing a shutter button. 
uh, in creative video mode, it is possible to set recording quality from the control panel. The, the value of noise reduction in V-Log in PhotoStyle uh, has been expanded to negative one to suppress after images uh, previously occurred in some situations. It is possible to prevent the enlarged view uh, window of ma uh, manual focus assist to be uh, output over HDMI. That's pretty cool, actually. Um, uh, there were cases where color banding appeared in 42010-bit uh, video recording in some situations. This bug has been minimized. Uh, there were cases where the rec... So basically, they're fixing like bug issues with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, makes sense. Yeah, so uh, they had to do some beta testing as well, and it wasn't ready as well, so it's put on delay. Okay. Now, this camera is pretty expensive. I don't think many people have this camera, so I don't Which think it... The SH1 or the S1H? The S1H. Right? S1H. Let me see. That's the one I was talking about. The one that actually no, I know. that can go against cinema cameras in terms of its quality. Yes. Yeah. The four thousand dollar camera. Yeah, it's and the one that's uh, I I thought it's going to go against the R five, in this case. Yes. Yeah. So yes, this yeah this uh, and it can even go against the one DX Mark three too. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, this is a contender against that. Now that you think about it, because of the raw, but they don't have it right now. mm Hmm. No. Because the 1DX yeah, Mark III can up. do RAW right now. Yeah. Versus this one can't. But you know that mm -hmm. that uh, that that camera still beats out this uh, Panasonic because of that autofocus. So I'll just still say that. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, that sucks for users of that. But I, I still think that's a fucking expensive camera. I'm not going to buy it anyways. If I was going to spend that much, I'm yeah. getting a C200. So this doesn't concern yeah, us, yeah. if anything. <laughs> now, for you no. uh, Panasonic users out there that have this, wow. That's just, yeah. that's crazy that you have that much money. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's just crazy having, <laughs> like, you know, who's I think I think I was watching Rubidium's video on the R5 or uh, the the new R5 video, uh, Crimson Engine. I mean, uh -huh. um, and he was talking about like how it's not going to be a really good video cam, like a, a oh, film I already camera. told you, I already told you, like, uh, like there's there Ar Armando that, but... talked about it with uh, what's his name, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was very fascinating. I'm like. He makes yeah. a lot of good points. I think I sent it to you too. I, yeah, because you're in in the end. If you even if you get that yeah. body, you're gonna build it out anyways. And uh, once yeah, you and build it out, it's gonna be almost as much as buying a film camera. In and this case. and to be honest, people people like visually visual things. So like on, honestly, I know this might sound like fucking pretentious as shit too, but like if someone goes and sees you with a fucking DSLR or mirrorless camera, they really won't take you as much serious as they will with a fucking like C200, C100, whatever, like a bigger or even an EVA or a Sony FS5. Yeah, but F I will FS5 say this or though, um, RX FX9, you know, I, I like will that. counter like, with that by saying though that that R5 though is a well known name now. So, yeah, it's a well known name, but like, but, but, when, but that's, when that's people in the film society though, but people that, who that are your is clients. a very different type of camera though. Yeah, because the thing is too, like a lot of people are thinking when they see you with DSLRs and mirrorless I, 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 cameras, oh, and shit yeah, like that. mirrorless camera. Yeah. No, I'm I'm saying like people think of photos. They're like, oh, you take a photo, take yeah, a photo. Yeah, but They're this not is not about not a video. photo based camera. That's the thing. And 
Well, I mean, it is a photo-based camera also. No, no. So I'm, it's, it's I mean, a, it's not... That's not what it's for, though. Like, that's not what it's... Uh, what yeah, it's advertising but, for and even still everybody knows about this camera now that's the thing and but if, i'm talking about do clients really know about this camera like that's the thing like if you're if you have right. a client they're not but, gonna fucking know about the if you're doing well, a promotional no, video to for be a fair fucking, most of those clients don't even know what type of camera that they're gonna be dealing with anyways in general yeah but but uh, but the thing is a lot of a lot of people who are like those type of clients too know what the red is know what the sony like you know they know yeah, high-end I, I, I cameras in mean, that regard yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. I get so what you mean. That's you know? that. I mean, and, and I'm not trying to sound pretentious. I'm just saying, like, you know, people should think about that sometimes. In in that regard, I know it's a terrible stigma to think about and say, but, you know, it's a stigma, you know, people should know about. Yeah, no, I get you, yeah. And, yeah, I will still say, yeah, that R5 is definitely, uh, it's definitely a, a videographer's camera, though. Um, mm. it's, it's, it's good for videographers, um, in terms of like, uh, and especially if you need 8k right now, that's the thing. If, uh, that's why I, I kind of like, uh, I kind of like, will but, will counteract to that. Like, it would, like this can, this, uh, like, especially if you say like straight up, I have a camera that can shoot 8k. It'd be like, holy shit. You know? Yeah. But, but like you said in that Armando video, like honestly, how long will that 8k last in that regard too? Yeah. But you know I, mean, I mean, it's, this is and, a new year though. So it's not like anything else has 8k right now. Yeah, but again, if you have to shoot a fucking three-hour conference, are you really going to take an R5 with you? <laughs> you could <laughs> like, shoot in you know the I mean? other um, resolutions. You're not just stuck to that 8K. I know, but I'm also saying, like, you know, battery-wise, you have to take five batteries with you probably, if not more. Yeah, but I, but I think it but doesn't it have a way to get you into external batteries? <laughs> That's what I saw. It has power uh, options See, that's why I don't understand. Like, what, what? Like, I get the other side of the factor. I get what you, what everybody means, yeah. like against it and all that. I get it, but you don't have to do certain things either. And it's like I don't yeah. get the argument with this. <laughs> like, uh, I, I mean, I think I think we have to also figure this out, like when it comes out, because we're we're just yeah, basing a lot because, of speculation because, too. So because you're stating that, and I can this. still counteract with that, you know. Like saying, yeah. Like, well, again, again, when we see videos popping out from people that, again, can if you want to give us this R five and let us <laughs> fucking you know test this out, by all means, please do. <laughs> and and we will, I'll be a John. very fair assessment and judge about this as well too. <laughs> so, Canon, Canon, if you're listening, please, please send us the R five because I, I mean, shit, like, not much fun. It'd be fun to just yeah. review it and like give our actual opinions, especially like, you know what, too, like. We're two schmoes that people really don't know, but they know, and it'd be great to hear our opinion on it. Like you know, because like fair. we're the normal fe- we're the normal fellows. You know, what I mean, fair, like fair, fair. So, and plus, it'd help us a lot immensely in our YouTube uh, canon. So, do us that do us that solid. You're right. All right. So, um, so I I'll, I'll shut up about this camera until it comes out and I start watching reviews because then then I know what's gonna happen. I know I'll tell you exactly what's fucking gonna happen. This is exactly what's gonna happen. The R five is gonna come out. People are gonna fucking uh love it, right? And then six months later, they're gonna be like, "Why I regrets having the R 5 I'm like, no, that sounds like Jesus some Christ. YouTubers, not every one of that, them, but yeah, that will sound like. I will sound like a good portion of YouTubers, and that will be the honest truth. Yeah, but I then, I but just, then they go back, and, and I can tell go, you who. Uh, l- let me counteract that by saying, like, that was based on the EOS R itself, by the way. Yeah, because that's how a lot of people felt about the yeah no the EOS RP 
that was the one that yeah. people were like oh i uh i uh i regret buying it then you know what's funny about that people bought it yeah. again yeah but that's the thing like these youtubers go back and forth about shit they like yeah. they'll go oh here it is i bought it it's so exciting six months later like oh i kind of regret it then they'll do a year review yeah of it i know again. but like, but you I know what like they do again. they do uh push the media though and we can't deny that yeah, but at the same time, fucking just be consistent about your answer. Like, let yeah. me, let me, how about that? Stop fucking, stop giving me like these wishy washy, it's wishy washy answers. I'm complaining. I'm sorry. I, I, I need to just fucking voice that opinion. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> Please do, before I have a fucking aneurysm. Uh, so the next one is uh, my favorite director of this generation, oh. Christopher Nolan, release uh, yeah. the trailer for Tenet. Yes. Which is very interesting. I think it's interesting. And, yeah, I think it's. I, well, I told. I think. Well, just to be tell people that we, like, we talked about this also yeah. when we uh, went out um, about this. And I'm just, I'm just confused a little bit, maybe like in the sense of like how the trailer is portrayed, because I, I think I need to see the whole movie. I, it's, I'm intrigued to see it. I feel um, like I feel like you're gonna do that whole thing again, though, where you look up Wikipedia or something like that and just start reading. You, you know, you know what this fucking well, guy does, by the way, guys. Let me tell you what this guy does. He he looks up the whole entire fucking plot point of a goddamn movie and not even watch it just to like judge it. <laughs> no, 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 no. That that's not exactly what I do, okay? I actually uh-huh. read I read it first and then I see the movie. <laughs> because not I don't, on everything, I don't want surprises. Not on everything. Well, what did I do that for? Okay, uh let's give an example. Well, yeah, if I didn't see the movie, I want to read about it. Like what? Okay, uh what what was the movie I uh it was like around last year. There's like so many movies that's the thing that's it's hard to like I do this every time though. I mean, oh, I Star Wars. Wikipedia for everything. Yeah. I saw I saw it though. I did see I no, did I mean, fucking see it and I not in opening or anything like that or in went during its theater release. I'm trying to say like you you do do that though. You do read it and then <laughs> I do read the I, I I will admit this. I read the Wikipedia before I go see the movie half the time. The only one I'm not doing it for, and I've and I said this like um, I think I said this before to you. I'm, I've said this a lot to a lot of people too. Ghostbusters. When Ghostbusters comes out, I'm not going to read the Wikipedia. As much as it will I, fucking kill me to read the Wikipedia, I will not read the Wikipedia for that movie when it comes out next year. That's the one movie I will not fucking read. And I think I won't read it for Bill and Ted three. <laughs> like oh those are gosh. two movies I won't read. Um so so you're going to read Tenet, huh? huh? Yeah, no, cuz I want I want to know what I'm in for and then I can be like cuz the See, thing I'd rather too, be I, surprised. I, I, I'm I'm tired of well, being like uh, I'm still surprised though. Like that's the, that's the thing you don't understand, I think. It's like I read it, but I'm a visual person as well. I I'm going to read it, but I'm not going to grasp it 100% okay. and understand what Wait, the visual is. Tell Just, me one thing. So I can follow along. Yeah. Have you seen Parasite yet? No, I haven't seen Parasite yet. Have you read Parasite? Uh, I believe I have. I, I believe I have. Well, his, the thing is, like, Ash, I'm trying to see it, but Ashley was like, "Oh, uh, you won't like it." I'm like, "Oh, okay." She goes, "You won't. You won't, I don't think you'll like it because I, I, yeah." Because I was like, oh, "Okay," but I kind of, I do want to see it. I, 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 I think I'm gonna buy it though, uh, because I know it's gonna be one of those uh Black Friday deals, so I'll buy it when it comes on, on Black Friday. Okay, because I, I have it. Is, you know, yeah. I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna buy it for black because it's one of those Black Friday. I know it's gonna be a Black Friday deal. Where it'll yeah, be like seven bucks. It's a good and a Blu-ray it's bin. A good movie, and even like like even waves. I want to see waves. And I read waves. Oh uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. 
And that movie's like 12, 14 bucks on Blu-ray at Target right now. And I know for a fucking fact, either on Prime Day, I mean, it's when, actually, when is Prime Day? Is Prime Day soon? Uh, no, that's like later. Okay, but in Prime Day, they'll have some fucking Blu-ray sales too. So I'm going to buy either a Prime Day or Black Friday. I know like one of the two, I'm going to buy both those movies uh, Yeah, I think it's soon. in summer actually. Yeah. Yeah, and also I think I think the Criterion Collection. Uh, oh is yeah, sales that's almost. right. That's coming up too. So that's that's coming up too, and I soon think too. And also watch like if you're not on the Criterion, if you'll follow them on 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 um online, you should anyone like because they have a flash sale usually before the sale at Barnes Noble. Yeah. So like they have like a forty eight hour flash sale, I believe. Yeah. Um. So, so. back to Tenet. Um. So Tenet. Sorry, we went on a no. You're no. You're good. You're that. good. Uh, the trailer uh, did drop. Um, it's a very interesting trailer. Um, yeah. Uh, from what I got out of it, no. So it's coming out on my birthday, by the way, on July 17th. So I'm excited yes. to watch it on my birthday. Um, I'm definitely going to be exciting. There. <laughs> um, and I'm definitely going into the cinema to watch it because that's my preferred choice of watching movies anyway. Well, that thank God the cinema is going to be open by that time. Yeah, and I will enjoy the fuck out of doing that. I will buy more popcorn than usual just to say I appreciate your goddamn service. <laughs> you know what? Someone, someone. I think I was, I was talking to this uh, potential person who was going to be on the podcast. I'm going to talk, like you know, via voice. Um, but I think she said that the we need the cinema more than ever now. Yeah. Or we need filmmakers more than ever now because like people are fucking going ape shit crazy and like. You know, I'm, I'm again tied tangent, but like we do need the movies more than ever now. We need to see, we need our escapism. Yeah, I mean, we Sorry. do have that for like streaming too. But you, I get what oh, you yeah, mean. Yeah, but though. still, like we need that. We need that going social to, yeah. feeling of it too. Yeah, yeah. You need like you you can't be like sometimes it's great laughing by yourself or laughing with your friend or your you know your girlfriend or your significant other like and watching the movie but like going to the movies and laughing together or gasping together you can't, you can't experience that in another of, way that's you can, it's you can't you can't yeah it's it's beautiful yeah. it's it's a beautiful thing yeah. we need that more it is no you're right um so tenet uh to, from my understanding of it is basically agents that are uh in Brit, you know, Britain, basically all around the world, um, one of them especially has a power called Tenet. This is how mm-hmm. I got from it um, because I watched it multiple times just to see. Um, yeah, and uh, he has this ability called Tenet, and he uses it to warp time, basically, include uh, mainly to reverse time, but time still flows at the same time. It's weird. yeah so basically only around him uh time is warped basically but what's interesting about it that that uh that's really cool is that um they say stuff like um this power is used to stop world war three that's the whole basis so basically these agents are trying to stop world war three by using this power but in in this case i think a uh, military or some type of uh, government or organization is trying to take this power or something from him and uh mm-hmm. basically they're trying to fight off like what's going on and da, da, da. so it leads into a big escapade basically interesting so yeah that's that's how i take it what's interesting is the dialogue in it it's and, and you know Christopher Nolan's known for his dialogue and all that, you know, yeah, yeah. and and his way of uh, making it so broad and and in subtle, you know. And one of the things that I liked about it is how they describe. There's this one scene where he shoots a gun, but it was reversed. 
Yeah. And, and then um, I believe, what's her name? I forgot the actress's name. She's in... Shit. I forgot. But uh, uh, you, you've probably seen her in other movies. Um, she explains that you're not shooting the bullet, you're catching the bullet. Which interesting yeah it's 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 like one of those things where it's like oh this is signifying reverse of time and stuff like that so the thing is about Mm. christopher nolan he's all about time in his movies like everything has almost every movie that he he's ever made there's something that relates to time in there that as a theme which uh he's still doing it till now which makes his which makes me think he's an artist overall and he's an auteur in this case right um Mm -hmm. and uh it it makes him an interesting filmmaker because he's one of the only original he's the one of the only directors in this day and age that can make an original that a wb would be like yeah let's make a movie about it yeah. outside of all these no, remakes outside of all these you know yeah, yeah he's one of the only original uh filmmakers right now but that's because he's proven himself by making inception the dark knights yeah. a trilogy um you know uh interstellar memento the prestige all those great movies i i read today this is the longest he's gone without watching a james bond film and he and usually he goes for that's right he doesn't like james bond right (laughs) no he he loves james bond does he yeah it's his old thing yeah he look he he loves james bond he like they that's why like he would love to probably direct the james bond movie oh i see what you're Uh, saying like Like, he he hasn't done one yet he hasn't done one yet, but he he always watches James Bond. It's like one of the biggest things that made him want to be a filmmaker, apparently. Um, oh, really? But basically, he was saying uh, it's the longest he's gone without watching a James Bond film because they he made this whole movie with the thoughts of of a spy movie, oh. like just knowing because everyone knows what a spy movie is. I can so feel he didn't, that. He didn't like he usually screens he usually screens movies and stuff like that before they watch it before they start filming, uh-huh. and apparently like um, yeah he like they didn't screen any movie and he like you know, was just going off of his feelings and like remembrances of a spy movie. Wow, dude. Yeah. I, I, I can feel that yeah. by the way. And I'll say that, um, um, John David Washington, I believe is his name, right? Uh, the main, yeah, the main actor. The Denzel Washington's son. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's Denzel's son. Yeah. Oh, that's cool as fuck. That makes it even better for me. Now that I know that that's cool as fuck. I, I got to say, dude. Um, yeah, he gives me that vibe of being a, a, a James Bond skew character yeah he's a he's a really good actor i love him black Klansman, actually oh is that where he's from okay okay you know what i yeah, should start he's also I, haven't seen that too. Yet. I, I i should watch that i've been wanting to watch it the um but uh yeah and then robert Pattinson, dude his acting in that yeah. like just from those small short scenes of there yeah mwah, so good so good did, did you hear robert pattinson's not working out while being batman apparently he's like i'm not gonna do that shit <laughs> What? Yeah, he said he wasn't gonna work out. Like he's like, I'm not gonna fucking like work out and shit or something like that while I'm in quarantine. I'm gonna just eat my protein and like you know do my cardio or whatever or something. Like it was like something funny. I was like, oh, okay, whatever you want to do, Robert. Do do you, boo? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's that's you, yeah. bro. It's all you. Yeah, but hey, the segue real quick into two things about before we continue your news. I just want to say no, uh, that's two the last things news, about by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then we'll segue into this Batman stuff real quick. Apparently, there's a rumor that HBO Max wants to do a miniseries with Ben Affleck's Batman. Don't know if that's true <gasps> or not, but there's a few. I would love that. A few, uh, I would love that. Rumored circulations about that, and like some people have shot it down. So we'll stay on the loop on that one. 
No. So, and then another thing about the whole Ben Affleck, Batman, and Zack Snyder real quick. I know we we talked about this in ear length on the last podcast, but apparently the Suicide Squad was originally supposed to lead directly into Zack Snyder's two-part Justice League movie. So the original plans was was supposed to lead into it. And on top of that, too, David Ayer's cut will be happening as well, probably after this. Uh, so that's whole Zack is Snyder that a crusade. real thing then, David Ayer's? Yeah, version? no, the, David Ayer's been going around like stating it now and shit, and even AT and T Warner Brothers commented saying like one thing saying. at a time. You no, know, it's real, and he's been saying it too for like the while. Like, there's a tweet right now. I'm reading this. We synced up storylines. Squad was on the was the on ramp for JL, which was much more ambitious two part movie arc with impressive scope. Squad was the appetizer for Zack's epic best laid plans, as they say. From David wow. Ayer on Twitter. You know what? I'm I'm now convinced that WB was the problem at first. I'm very convinced yes. uh, now. I'm I, I so am that's, very that's, convinced. That's the only uh Batman Justice League related news I had. And then on top of that, apparently uh I read the headline and I kinda of read the article a little bit, but Dark Phoenix director. I'm gonna, this from this is all from comic book movie, by the way, um that I'm reading all these articles from. Dark Phoenix director Simon Kingberg Kinberg says it would be exciting to direct an X-Men movie in the MCU, which is the worst idea ever because he sucks as a director <laughs> and writer. So as much as we love Deadpool, I think it'd be a terrible you have you had two chances, man, to make the fucking Phoenix storyline and you fucked up twice. Please leave the room. Yeah. No we're, offense. We're, we're done with I mean, your uh, it's X-Men like, yeah. uh, universe. Yeah, man. No offense. Let's let's give Marvel a shot. You can produce it. I don't mind you doing that, man, but please don't write it yeah. or direct it. Please don't be a writer. You anymore. know, uh, third piece of news again from comic book movie is a Jurassic World Dominion may resume in filming in London in July in London, according to star Sam Neill. Uh, so our third of the Jurassic World reboot series or uh, revamp series will begin again production in uh, July in London, hopefully, which will be exciting because the original cast is supposed to be in the movie as well, too. Uh, of Jurassic World, right? Yeah, yeah Jurassic okay. World. So, gotcha. yeah. and then and then on top of that, too, Sonic the Hedgehog sequel officially oh, in, yeah, that's right. in the works with writers and director Jeff Fowler set to return, which I'm very excited for. If no one saw the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, Sonic the Hedgehog movie, that was the last great movie we saw of the year. That should win the Academy Award what? for best movie. Sonic was the last one of the last movies you saw in the fucking theaters, probably before the fucking COVID thing ended. And- well, then you need to see it because it's the masterpiece. Cinematic fucking masterpiece. I saw that by myself in the movie theater and I was sitting next to a family of four and I felt awkward as fuck. But other than that, other than that, I felt alone and, and unwanted because they're like, are you with anyone? I'm like, no, I'm by myself. I, I and saw I, and some I, clips and I was like, Ugh. I don't know. It's It's fun. It's fun. You can't. You have to watch the whole thing. It's enjoyable. I enjoyed it. It's a good popcorn. It's a good popcorn flick. It's just like, it's, um, it's just like the jokes. I was like, "Oh, this is cringy." You, but it's John Ralphio, who's Ben Schwartz, who's who's doing the voice of Sonic. And I yeah, love Ben yeah, Schwartz. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I understand that. And yeah, they're great. They're great. I, don't get me wrong. Ben Schwartz is great. Yeah. He, he's always on Game Grumps, by the way. Um, oh, uh, other news too. Henry Cavill coming back hopefully as, as Superman. Uh, Superman. Oh but, yeah. Oh my. Okay. Okay. He'll be the Nick. He'll be the Nick <gasps> Fury uh, <gasps> of, me, of, of the DCEU. But he, but he'll like. They don't know where they're gonna put him yet, so no one knows anything yet. So yeah, but you know, we'll see you know him. me, dude. You know me about that's my Superman. Yeah. That's my well, Superman. Well, they don't, they don't know if he's gonna be in a Man of Steel too. I don't, I don't like, care. He's, have he's the my role. Superman. 
of the Hulk or the Nick Fury, which I think I think this I think uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We can't really. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm then, not uh, saying anything. I'm just saying I'm I'm I'm. It's my Superman. I'm, I'm that's that's. I know it's your Superman. It. I'm I'm saying I'm I agree. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, sad news in the world today on from No Film School. We didn't read read it very briefly. Didn't read the whole article yet. But the Tribeca Film Institute says they will close its doors in September. Oh shit. So, uh, oh. after a round of layoffs due to COVID-19, the Tribeca Film Institute moves forward uh, with the plan to shutter all operations this fall. Oh, so, shit. Uh, that's, that's pretty sad. I'm going to read the article some more, but uh, that's on No Film School. It's one of the top articles on the website. Uh, it's, yeah, it's one of the, it's, oh, uh, I can't find it now, but it's, uh, you have to scroll down a little bit. It's on, it's on like one of the first pages, okay. but it's, uh, it's, it's in there, um, and yeah, we'll yeah, let I'm you, read that all. If anything, wanted. we'll let our listeners uh, like read it themselves. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. read it for them. I'm I'm too lazy to read. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's get on to the real podcast now. <laughs> yeah, let's. Go. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, yeah, we took a lot of time there, <laughs> just for news. Yeah, we did. We did. But but you know what? There's a lot of news. Newsworthy yeah. entertainment. I, w- I was only expecting so. it to do it for 20 minutes, but okay. Well, all right. You know. Well, you you went on about the easy cam. Yeah. Um. Okay. Like always. Um. So, uh, what? How have you been lately, man? Oh, I've been, I've been, I've been good. Uh, I'm watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Actually, what? I've been watching RuPaul's RuPaul's Drag Race since last Friday. First five seasons are on Amazon, or first four seasons on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay, okay. So it's a, oh, it's a Prime. <laughs> okay, it's a it's a Prime show. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like, but there's like twelve seasons. Oh so shit, that's only a lot. Four. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch all twelve. Right. But, like, I can't. I want pay. I'm not paying for that shit. <laughs> but it's it's you know it's drag queens and they have a competition and it's pretty funny. Uh, okay. Um, so I've been uh, so lately I've been uh, um, I watched something interesting. This. Uh, what you watch? I watch a video about the controversy of the Lion King and Kimba the Lion. Oh boy, everyone get ready for another two hours on this podcast. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to go in great details about it. But, um, so somebody, uh, a, f- a pretty famous, uh, reviewer on YouTube, uh, actually debunked the whole entire, um, controversy. This controversy has been going on for over 25 years, I believe. Like, completely debunked it like crazy. And this is the this is I'll put like highlights about it so that because it's it's a two hour long it's almost like a feature guys it's a two hour long review of Kimba the Lion and the controversy mm-hmm. around it and how he takes every single issue every single issue that's ever been named even from the TED talks and everything like that he took the fucking time to do everything to find every bit and piece of information and debunk it it's amazing how much research he did he even went through books he even went dude it's the whole kid kid caboodle it's crazy yeah like i didn't even know like you have to have so much time to do this and and so much energy and effort to do this and i commend him for doing this by the way because he completely debunked it like um there the it was so bad when he put it out that um, I believe her name is it's the one that did the Ted talk about the whole thing about the controversy where they, so if you guys don't know, uh, Kimba the lion, uh, apparently they're saying that uh, Disney um, copied off the show and the movie 
Um, and that's mm. what came to be D- the Lion King. So they kind of take away from Tezuka, which the guy who made the yeah. uh, the guy who made Kimba the Lion is uh, pretty much uh, his name is. And give me a second, real quick. Um, his name is. Uh, Osamu Tezuka. Um, he was the one that created Kimba the Lion, and it's an old, uh, it's an old uh, 1950s anime show. Mm. Um, and it has a white lion that's and has similarities to like what people think of the Lion King. It looked like the Lion King to some people, which means that they thought. Some a lot of people like were saying like oh this is a copyright lawsuit and stuff like that or something like that you know yeah. um, pertaining to uh, the Lion King copying off of Kimba the Lion when in reality we find out a lot of stuff off of this pure research and it was phenomenal he went through every detail about everything he even stated this which is fucking funny he did a live stream where he watched all of kimba he watched every single kimba by the way there's over yeah, yeah. a shit ton of kimbas by the way over the years yeah he watched every single thing and so he found out this is one of the highlights he found out that this one ted talk woman that was against the controversy of this of this whole thing right she made a ted talk and she literally lied to people no joke she had she put up images from a youtube video that has uh basically this moment where uh where um so her kimba the lion's dad apparently is is inside the moon as a uh, apparition, oh, yeah, 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 and it's Mustafa, right? Yeah, or whatever. And then, um, he in his live stream, he's like, he he, he states this because he he found out of a lot of stuff before this as context for yeah. this. He goes, uh, he states this in his live stream. He goes, he goes, I bet you he's, I bet you she's going to talk about the about uh about Kimba's dad being in the in in the moon. Watch, watch, she'll say it. And then later on, she mentions it. <laughs> And then he starts laughing. He's like, "Oh my god, I just fucking said that." And then he goes back into his uh his uh his video timeline. Bef- so this was even before he released the video. And he goes back to the yeah. timeline of his uh Final Cut Pro uh edit and he plays that yeah. one part where he states that <laughs> like outside of this TED Talk. It's so <laughs> funny, dude. Because it's a it's yeah, a it's YouTube funny. so it's a clip of a YouTube uh, it's a YouTube clip comparing um, the moon uh, uh, with yeah. the with the uh, with the lion right in the moon when there's no moon in in the Lion King it's him in the sun right yeah. like or like yeah and it's like all these debunk stuff and what's even worse is that this lie has gotten so bad that there are people that are in that he pulls out all these youtubers that say like yeah. the same thing but they haven't seen the movie they all even say it, said it <laughs> in their youtube videos that they've never seen the movie and and then he's laughing at this whole thing and it's just yeah. a whole bunch of that like debunking it like yeah, yeah, it's and it's with intense research. He even goes as far as to like go into the book that stated like about Kimba and stuff like that, 
and he even mm. pointed out some flaws in the book. Dude, it's incredible, dude. This guy did so much fucking research. I respect YMS. Yeah, Yourmoviesucks.org. I res- <laughs> I respect yeah. him so much because he he's one of the few reviewers out there that definitely cares about the storytelling. He cares about and he does the research too. Yeah, and he does it, and he actually prove himself yeah. because a lot of people like to like get mad at him because he's he's that type of like uh like he's he's always negative about stuff or he's because it's yeah, how yeah. he's it's how he sounds like because he's he's a fan of yeah. red letter media so he always yeah. he always had that sound to him but he made it his own eventually. Um, yeah, but uh, no, a lot of people don't like him or, or not a lot of people, but, you know, there's some people that don't like how he does his reviews because he kind of points out, which in most cases, when he points out these raw these things that he thinks is wrong, it makes sense. He's very logical, you know? Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, the thing is, uh, he actually truly proved himself this time that can even debunk people about his analysis on things by how much mm-hmm. research he did with this. And he completely debunked it. It got so bad, like I said, that the TED Talk woman and all of the people that said shit about it had to close down their accounts. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was that crazy because they couldn't accept it. Wow. <laughs> and because a whole bunch of people on Twitter and a whole bunch of people on social media said like, yo, have you seen this video about this? Explain it. And they had no way of explaining it. Holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah. Can you good believe for, that? Good for him. Like, holy shit, it's crazy, right? A YouTuber. That is pretty fucking crazy. Uh, and yeah. he's not even that rich, by the way. He's just now he's getting into the millions ranges, and now now like I think he's at two million now. Yeah. But like, um, he's not a rich dude. He's like he he has a normal room and stuff. If you see his room and stuff, yeah, yeah. He, he he doesn't bask in like these glorious these other YouTubers, you know. And he he just likes yeah. to make videos, you know, for fun and. He and yeah. uh, the fact that this guy that doesn't have all this, or he, maybe I'm just assuming that he doesn't have a lot of money, but like this guy that is has no affiliation with anything besides being able to review stuff and going to film film festivals and reviewing film festival f- films and all that as his pri- as his as his um you know his hard work and all that leading him to that. But nothing else, yeah. right? He doesn't get rights into Hollywood or anything like that, right? He doesn't have, like, resources that can really, like, do it. But he can just go on the internet, look up all this information, and try to see if they're all correct and have, like, citations on every single thing on it just yeah. to, like, debunk something in that amount of effort to make a two-hour edit about it, <laughs> which is almost like a documentary, he right? He does. He does the research, man. He gets. It's like going to do a research paper for uh for um, right. But this is the most incredible research paper I've seen in a long time. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I agree. It's pretty fucking. It's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. If you want to look it up, uh, guys, it's uh, it's YMS reviews. So his name is YMS. Uh, YourMovieSucks.org. Um, you look him up on YouTube, YMS, and look up the Kimba the Lion, uh, Kimba the White Lion review, and. It's two hours long, but dude, there's so much positive like feedback about it. It's 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 game breaking. It's worth yeah. it. Yeah, it's 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 wow. It's it's almost like it's like somebody actually destroyed a conspiracy theory, which is kind of hard to do. <laughs> oh my god! Fucking never mind. Never mind. I was gonna say I I know nothing. No, never mind. Oh. <laughs> 
Um, but that's what I watched recently. What did you watch recently? That's like like uh, blows your RuPaul, mind. Uh, shit, I don't even know what I watched. Re- I mean, I, I haven't really watched much recently. I've been busy with shit. Oh, okay. Um, um, yeah, I, I don't even. Know. I can't remember what I watched. Jeez, <laughs> I, what, what was it? What, oh, I was watching before I restarted this. I was watching Rambo for a hot second too. While I was oh, eating some dinner. Yeah. The new Rambo. Um, well, let's talk about this. Uh, like the, pretty much yeah. this will be our last subject. Um, <laughs> we yeah, really ahead. want to get Neil Breen on here. <laughs> oh yeah, dude that that's my main goal right now is getting Neil Breen on the show. And if I can get him on the show, fuck, I'll make him. I'm looking for the fucking He's live show. He's gonna make we'll him fucking, an omelet. I'm gonna make him. I'm gonna make him two omelets. I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna fucking feed him some pizza too. I'm gonna make him a taco salad. If I so have to. if you guys don't know, Neil Breen, he he is. God tier filmmaker. <laughs> am I real? Am I right? <laughs> I I don't know about God tier, <laughs> but he's a filmmaker. <laughs> no, he's God tier, bro. Uh, no, uh, I mean, he's, if I were to, uh, I guess, what's the nicest way of putting it? Neil Breen. He's a, he's he's a, a very a, interesting a, a person. Man. Yeah, he's an interesting person. He, he's um. He's a he's a architect turned filmmaker yes. who self funded five of his feature film theatrical released feature film movies. Which we're gonna do something um, with looking... that, by the way, soon. You'll see. Are we? I didn't know this. Oh yeah, we'll do, we'll do it. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, <laughs> Are you but, excited though? But, now it, hearing that. I, I mean, I mean, I am. But the thing is, you can't find. You have to buy them. Oh yeah, you know I know. That, right. You have to buy I know. His. Don't worry. All right then. I'm okay. Well. Um, <laughs> He's a uh, five theatrical release director. Uh, he's looking to do a sixth one, which I, I he's trying to find funding for. Right. But honestly, I think he should wait for the seventh one to find funding for. And I would love to get him on the podcast and and talk, pick his brain about what made him want to be a filmmaker. I mean, I know he made a lot of money in architecture. Then I'm guessing right, right, right. I don't know what he did exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's a very interesting cat who never went to film school, but will teach you how to <laughs> how to work in a world class movie production and. And the cat will also tell you that he does everything himself, but knows how to work in a film yeah, production yeah, set. Yeah. So uh, it's it's very it's very like I I just want to know his brain. That's yeah. all I want to know. I want to pick the fuck out of his brain. Right, right. So that's what I want. Here, here's the thing, guys. Uh, not like if anything, um, we just want to know about this guy because his movies are out there. That's an yeah. easier way of putting it. Like. Well, he acts, he stars, he writes, yes. he directs, he does everything in his movies, basically. And the thing is that, that I guess, is eye-opening to us that we hear all the time, or that we, we, we when we see these, we go, okay, is that he makes these films with green screen, with, mm. like, uh, pretty much a God complex uh, type of films. Um, he uh, And he always states, in every single one of them, Considering his quality of work, that he, it's his movies are big hit film features, like main official features that, uh, you know, that can be released on like theaters and everything, you know, mainstream yeah. features. And when you watch these films, you can't yeah. help but wonder. What does he mean by that? <laughs> like, where where is he going? Like, where what what is what what part of it entails that? Because they are questionable. Yeah, 
And that's why we wanted him on this interview because we want yeah. to know. We want to know what 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 he means by everything in terms of like his films mm. and in terms of like what he believes is yeah. <laughs> like his way of viewing Hollywood, I guess. Yeah. Um we just recently watched uh Red Letter Media uh video about it, which was great by the way. Yep. It was it was, it was phenomenal. It was interesting. <laughs> and I'm not saying that was sarcasm. It's phenomenal. Uh, um, yeah. And it's uh, the things that he says, he he, he basically, what, what's funny, what I got out of it, I don't know what you got out of it because we didn't watch it at the same time. But what yeah. what I got out of it was basically I'm seeing a guy trying to make a film school uh, type of uh, video that is so poor in quality and he has the ideas about what he wants to do with it but he has his own it's ideas the about things that's the thing you know yeah it's the execution i think i think he should like i mean it, it, it red letter media showed this in, interesting like side-by-side photos where it was like him with an actual film crew and then each film got smaller and smaller and now he has a pro like it looks like he just uses the prosumer right. camera and like green yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. So like Neil, I think if you're listening to this, I don't know if you are, but buddy, um, I think you should go back to using an actual film crew. Yes. That can that can help elevate you as well. Yeah, because and it's, if you want to do that, me and Mark are for hire. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, uh, <laughs> we are for hire. Because we we definitely want to work on one of your films. Shameless third plug of the fucking podcast. I do. For our I do want. I do really <laughs> want to work on this film. Yeah. Like shit, I, man. You know what? I I, th- I will say this about him. I'll say this, and this is a positive thing. Okay. Yeah, he's doing it. Like you can't really well, knock him. Yeah, not only that, but uh, I'm. I will say this about him. I love his enthusiasm. His his yeah. passion for this is top notch. Yeah. His is it's very top notch, and it makes it draws me to want to improve his films incredibly it draws me it gives me passion you know yeah it like it makes me want to help him yes. and I, I like and because he has ideas like, Shit, yes like no, yes uh, i will say that some of his ideas is a little uh it's a little weird um if yeah. in the terms of his storytelling and stuff like that but he has ideas and they're very broad compared to other people out there yeah he has broad ideas I, because I, it I deals agree. like like for instance it deals with the White House and stuff like that. He wants to do those big ass type of movies. He just doesn't have the right crew. He doesn't have uh he doesn't have I don't I don't think he has an understanding of how productions completely work all the way through. But if yeah. he's given that, I guarantee you he can make something pretty good. Uh, yeah it's possible yeah i agree and you know what if red letter media helps too <laughs> that'll be so fun Dude, <laughs> i would enjoy this whole entire be... thing it will be the most exceptional experience i could die happy <laughs> basically because that's an experience in its own self to work with neil brain and to have red letter media want to work with them oh and yms wants to do something with them too because he thinks he's everyone, got... I think everyone wants to work with him. Yeah, because he even did his own thing about Neil Breen, too. And he's like, he's God tier. He said he's one of the best things that he's ever watched. So, yeah, dude, everybody's on your side, Neil. Like, yes, yes, we Neil, do have our own... Uh, like, to, in all honesty, like, we all have our own opinions about, like, your stuff. But we do... Yeah. We 
all agree that you are you have some idea of what you want to do and you have the passion and that's already yeah. positive enough to like yes we, we 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 have like our like our opinions are out there but you know it doesn't mean that we don't want you to improve we want you to, we want to see more of your stuff dude <laughs> we want to see you on like the hollywood fucking like china yeah. theater dude like like that's what I want. Like this guy is really doing it, and you know we may knock people who are you know independent artists sometimes, yeah. but you know, yeah, but we also appreciate the hustle and we appreciate like what they're doing. And you know the thing is, Neil's a man yeah. who has the ideas. The execution just needs to be yeah better, way better. Uh, I, I want yeah. I want I want uh, sugarcoat that it's way. And better. I'll say this I'll say this you know what too if anyone's helping Neil like the people who are helping Neil do better yeah like because you you guys are helping him like don't take like if I, I don't know the whole situation right. so I I just want to say this like seriously if you're if the man because he's he's apparently pays people to yeah, be in his films and stuff like that and I don't know how he works I don't know how he works with crew self, by the way. Yeah, and I don't know how he works with crew and like what he, I I don't know about his payments or anything of that nature. I don't know anything. But if you're working with the man and he's paying you, do your fucking job and do the best job yeah. you can, and don't give him like the same shit. Yeah, then. don't try don't, to like show him something he else. Seem, if anything, I'll be honest. He seems like an innocent soul that's trying to do something, you know. And the thing is, exactly. The thing yeah. is, like with these people that's been working with him, I can honestly state, like in my in my mind, like if I'm going to be like very very like moralistic about this whole thing, I feel like these fucking people yeah. that work with him are just doing it for the money. And that's it. They're not. Yeah. The thing is, when yeah. you're in a film, you fucking people. I'm going to speak directly to you guys, and I and I don't care if you like get mad at me or or like you want to blackmail me because I if you're gonna be this way anyways, I don't want to work with you anyways. So I'll say this: when you became a filmmaker, is this what you wanted to be? Is this how you want to collaborate with people? Is be this way where it's just about the paycheck and not about like oh let me put in my ideas or it, let me talk to them and maybe let me put my uh my perspective of what i think is uh works and not work and see if they like the idea you know that's the whole thing it's about uh, it's about um be sharing your ideas with people creating something together you know being yeah. open with each other about things because if you're open then they'll be like oh yeah then you can make something better because you can get all perspectives I of things these fucking people i feel like they're fucking just taking the money doing whatever he says not questioning everything and ex and saying like oh yeah you did good man you know yeah it's like the it's like the george lucas thing where people are um, i'm sorry i got a little heated on there I just uh, I just don't like I, said, I don't okay. like I said, how people do that you know. <laughs> I, I I actually just looked up Twisted Pair by the way. Uh, looked up one of Neil Breen's thing. I have I, I know one person who's a friend of mine on Facebook. That I might have to ask him okay. about it. I don't know the guy personally, but I'm gonna have to ask him. To be, oh, I want I want to be on that show because there's a lot of people I want to be on the show. But I'm definitely gonna ask him about Neil yeah. Breen if anything. I know actually. Two I, I want to hear his <laughs> side of the story too because if anything, he's no. Yeah, I don't think anybody's ever interviewed him. No, no one. I don't think anyone has. I I know of. I don't know if there's any any. Uh, I hope we get that, that exclusive that chance. Neil interview. Uh, he seems like a private. He seems like a private person, probably too. So I don't know. Yeah, but I his would love deal. to have the exclusive, and I would like to be very positive about it because I want to know. Oh, yeah, definitely. I feel like he's been around assholes. To be honest, 
I, yeah. just from his yeah, the yeah. films that just came out overall like yeah. it seems like i've seen glimpses a lot of like clips of every of most of his films like a lot of clips yeah and i feel like it's yeah. not just his fault because he's also the actor in the film he doesn't have all free reign on like he, he can't focus on everything at once it's hard it's hard to do a film set with mm-hmm. just you being director, actor, producer, writer. Dude, that's a lot of fucking work yeah. and that's a lot of thinking and that's a lot of brain power and that's a lot of like energy and he's not a young dude. No, and you know what too? Like they say a master of uh, a jack of all trades is the master of none. Right. So like there's like, you know, I I I I mean, you I don't know if you know, but like I try not to be everything. I try to be focused on like one thing really. Right. I'm not trying to direct at the same time as DP, I mean, or edit at the same time as direct, you know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking about the edit, that's differently. Like, you even think about the edit, you even think about how you want, you know, shoot it for the edit, but, like, you're not the editor right. until you got start right. post, if you are the editor, and then you're, you know, you're then it's off your hands, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but, or, you know, I I'm not giving a fucking good example here, but still, like, <laughs> no, I, I, a, a I jack totally of all trades is a master of I get the gist of what you're saying, like, pretty much you're stating that, yeah. that, um, it's like you you just just focus on one thing, and if you don't focus on it, you're going to be lost in this whole uh, hellhole that you can't get out, and you're so far in, and you you can't fix it at that point. Yeah. Or you're so yeah. blinded by whatever you're doing that it's not fixable because you're in that state, you know. And yeah. and that's and that's the thing. That's where I feel Neil is at. I don't think he's a bad. Yeah, I know. I don't I think agree. he's. I don't think he's bad at what he does. I I don't. He seems like a really nice guy. He seems like organized. Someone, like I would and intelligent. Like have, have yeah. He's yeah. No, I would I would totally have a conversation with yeah. the guy. Like I'm not gonna be like if I you know like I like I would love to have a conversation with him. That's like my like honestly I just want to have a conversation about his journey yes. and like how he got into this because that's the really fascinating part about. I this, will join. This that. guy was an architecture. I will join that podcast. Yeah, this guy was with you. If you do, this again. guy was an architecture like architect. I mean, and like, and he went to film. Like, what made him do that? What made him go from A to B? They always love fit. Like, what, like you know, I want to know from the earliest ages of Neil Breen being a child into a growing up, what got him to where he is now. You yeah. know, what I mean, that's the most interesting part about this whole thing. It's not about like you know the movies and like you can you know good bad whatever they are. It's about him. And it's about his journey as a frame chaser and doing the thing he loves, which is making yeah. films. Yeah, agreed. As long as it had long wind as that right, was, right, right. And yeah, that uh, so. I I hope I hope we can get him. Um, if anything, we'll probably try and contact him as much as we can. We. We should start a, on the on the Facebook page uh, when we post this. We'll start a thing called hashtag Get Neil Breen, and we, we maybe we should start trying to get this trending okay. or frame chase Neil Breen, something like that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we'll we want, figure we it want out. Neil the hashtag. Breen we'll here, talk about that later. Then definitely. Yeah, we want Neil Breen. So if anyone knows Neil Breen, anyone listening, this is the most important thing you need to do <laughs> is to fucking get Neil Breen for us <laughs> and talk to him because that's who I want. I want. Get, I want you, yeah, Neil. I yeah. want you. Get get on your Twitter. Get on your Facebook. Get on anything that I tweeted at the motherfucker. I tweeted at the motherfucker. Not. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like, I mean, I, I tweeted at him actually, and he hasn't. He hasn't answered me back yet. Hmm. I know it's very upsetting. I was. I was like, I didn't even maybe know he he tweet a lot. Twitter. He does. He does. It's he does. At Neil Breen. He does. He does. And he did. He did his put last, a new post. His last post. Yeah, so he's been off. Well, he looks like he 
post every few days. So maybe he'll post soon, or maybe he didn't check his Twitter yet. So, um, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see what, what happens because I, uh, uh, I, 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 it would be cool if we were I'll one tw- of the I mean, first I'll- ever, um. I interviews. Think, yeah, I think I think we'll we'll tweet him again too. Maybe maybe by the time I get off some time off, I'll uh, make a finally a a Twitter for chasing the frame, an Instagram for chasing the frame, <laughs> a TikTok for chasing the frame, and I'll just start doing a lot of social media posts. Finally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so there's there's my goal for for right. June. So yeah, guys. Um, <laughs> well, well, I guess we'll end it off at that. Um, this yeah. is the, the it's fun to, to talk to you again, man. It's always fun to talk to you, Mark. Uh, you know what? Too? Let's do something Saturday. Let's just get together and go get food Saturday yeah. later in the you, day. You know what? Yeah. You're not doing anything after your podcast. After, after. Let's get some tacos. Let's go to Taco Taco. Dude, tacos. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, do you ever go to Taco Taco? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. You're going to love it. It's fucking phenom. It is. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> oh. Dude, it it literally. Oh, shit. They don't. Are they not doing take? I, hopefully they do t- they're going to do dining soon. Yeah, um, it's a weird time but still. It's it's we're still in the opening phases. That's the thing. Well, yeah, and also it should it says it opens twelve p.m. Friday, so maybe they're but they they do they take out no contact delivery. But we'll, we'll go there and see. But honestly, dude, it's fucking dynamite because like there's three lines. It's like a tacos El Pastor or taco not ta- uh, taco. Not, what's the other one? Oh, tacos okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's like it's like, it's like that authentic. and like. Uh, their El pa- their El Pastor is fucking okay. dynamite. Oh shit! I won't lie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, and you know what? Well, let me mention one more thing too. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I I I like to throw this out there because I don't really talk about personally like the things I want to do in like terms of filming stuff. So I think I think again, this is another throw it out there to the universe, see if it sticks and stays. But um, I'm a huge fan of Stephen King books, oh, you're and one of my favorite Stephen cool. King books. It, I'm going to talk cool. about this, uh, is The Long Walk, which Mark has not read yet because I've told him to fucking read it a hundred times and he still has not done it yet. I get it. But, um, <laughs> I, I, well, if I see you, if I see you Saturday, I'll just give you the book then. Okay. Oh, you're going to force me. Okay. That, I'm going to force you to fucking read it finally. <laughs> um, but no, it's a really good book. It's about, let's give a little premise on it. It's about a hundred, uh, boys, uh, you know, who start at the top of Maine and they walk, they walk at the walk. Uh, four miles are over the speed, uh, miles per hour, and if they, you know, sh- go under that, they get a tick, a warning. After three warnings, they get a ticket, which is they get killed. So there's a hundred boys, and they kind of keep walking until well, there's only one left. And it's a fucking phenomenal book that hasn't been a movie yet. Uh, Frank, um, Frank Debar, uh, the guy, uh, what was it? Let me say Frank Darabont, who has directed. What was it? he directed Shawshank? He uh, yeah, yeah, he directed Shawshank. He directed The Green Mile. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, those are those are and the Mist. phenomenal movies. And he, yeah, he also made uh, he also made The Majestic with Jim oh, Carrey. Wow. Um, Holy but also shit. he he was a, he was a guy who developed and executive produced the first season of The Walking Dead as well. Oh, oh that's why it went oh, downhill after that. Nice. Okay, that was the good. Yeah. That was the good season, so, by the way. Uh. He was also rewrote. He also was hired to rewrite the Godzilla script, also in 2014. Um, but he did have he did have the long walk. Uh, he had the long walk uh, rights for like the longest time. But he's never used. And it. then he never did anything that he said he would always make or whatever. He had uh, and he never did it. So now 
They're making a movie out of it. So what was it? Uh, he said he'll get to it one day. Plan to make a low budget, weird, existential, and very self-contained mo- a movie in 2007. And then apparently in 2018, it was announced by New Line Cinema that would develop a film adaptation of the novel Darabont's Rights. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, Frank. Um, the book have lapsed, and filmmaker James uh, Vanderbilt uh, stepped up into write and produce the film with Bradley Fisher and. Uh, and William Shark Shirak of the mythology, mythologic mythology entertainment production, and on uh, May twenty first, two thousand nineteen, New Line announced Andre Ovidel. Oh, I can't pronounce his name because he's that sweet. Just, he's just that Norwegian best, director yeah. who did um, he did a uh, Mortal and he did a uh, Scary Stories oh, to Tell okay, in the, in the okay, Dark. Okay, that director. He's making the long walk now. I feel personally um, that it's been two years now. It's in a year since they announced this, and we had this COVID situation. So I'm going to take this opportunity Ooh. to do a trailer for myself for let myself me, in let that me, regard. Let me, let me add to this real quick. Let me, let me say a thing. Yeah, say a thing. Don't fucking steal my dream. Um, no, no, I'm not gonna. No, no, this is for you. Um. John, so for you guys who don't know, I I've known John for like it's well it's like four years, right? Four or five years now. No, it's longer than that. So you've known me for like five or six. Okay, okay. This probably six more yeah. or less six. I'll be living here seven years in August. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. It's been a long time, dude. Time times go go by, yeah. dude. Yeah. Time goes um, quick. But here's the thing: I've talked to John for a very long time about stuff. I've never heard anything passionate or anything that was related to his own work that he wants to do himself until just recently. This is the first time I've ever heard you talk about like wanting to do something, man. Like, like for yourself, it's, it's, it's kind of uh, refreshing. (laughs) You know, I feel like I've done so much for other people. You know, I've had, I've had the time to step back and I feel like I've done so much for everyone else. Yeah. That like and I'm not trying to sound like a you know I, I no, 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 or no, like no, that, but no, I feel dude, like I've you... done so much for everything else that I haven't really done for myself yet, and that's kind of why I also create the podcast is because I have it like this is this is for me in a sense to be, you know, to finally do something and get something done, and I feel like I wasn't getting stuff done when I was doing it for someone else, but okay, now, outside of the podcast, I guess is what I'll say outside of the podcast, yeah. but like even saying like think about it this way, Mark, I said in November I'm gonna fucking upload a podcast starting in January. Yeah. You know, and I did that, and I fucking was, I did fucking 50-something podcasts until February, you know what I mean? And I was consistent, and I've been consistent, we've been consistent every fucking week. I I, I apologize for saying I, but it's it's more of a we thing now. But we've been consistent every fucking week, uploading shit to Anchor, and yes, I was a little late last night, uploading stuff on Wednesday, I should say, this is coming out like a Monday, but I was was a little late uh, uploading stuff yesterday on a Wednesday, you know, and... But we've been consistent every fucking week, and it's been it drove me knowing that I'm now fucking putting out weekly fucking content for people, and you know I want to do something else for myself. So doing the long the long walk is like a passion project that I've kind of always wanted to do, and I never really thought about it until recently. And I love the idea of it. I think it's like it's like one of the original. Like it's just a fucking crazy fucking story. Now this is a fan film, I guys. Think. Just to let you know. And this is and this what it's a fan film, right? 
Right. And this is going to be a fan film. This is not going to be a whole fucking... I don't want to make a whole fucking yeah, yeah. feature it's, film. It's, I think that's a, a terrible... I think film, that's a great... Right? Gra- even a short film, too. I want to make a long extended trailer. I want to have certain scenes and shots and make a really good visual story and make a really good entertaining short trailer film, like in a sense, like kind of hybrid film, hybrid trailer in, in that regard. Because, again, like... If I try to make the movie, it's it's going to be too much, and like we're asking for too much. This is gonna, I want to have a budget for this. I want to have a reasonable budget. I want cra- I want to crack the code for this book, and that's the more important thing. If I can crack the code for the book, and I can figure out how to make it impactful and make it interesting and make it unique, um, then I really want to pitch this personally to uh, you know all the Stephen King fans out there. Uh, uh, first off, uh, second off, I want to pitch this to Stephen. I want I want to pitch this to Stephen King as well. Send this fucking thing to him. Like we'll just fucking That's true him if because he's to. he's one of those like, guys that uh that like you know he, he for one yeah. he doesn't like The Shining for instance. No, but he, that's why I made The Shine. But at the same time, I want to show him, you know, even if it's like he'll get me in touch with New Line, something in that nature yeah, where yeah. it's like, hey, you know, because like, again, no, it's, I, that's it's why a I year mentioned since, that, by the way. Like, he doesn't like The Shining yeah. movie because it wasn't like to his to his liking, you know? Yeah. And that that's what I mean. You probably and, are trying to make something like that where he would even like it, you know? I, I am, and I, I kind of want to, I have some ideas of how I want to kind of change it a little bit, but I, I want to change it for a, a positive reason or a different reason, like it, you know what I mean? I want to make it like, an, not it exactly, but like take it and they kind of ramped it up a little bit, modernized it a little bit, kind of modernized the long walk and kind of give a little bit more backstory or figure it, figure it, again, it's all about cracking the code for the long walk. And they cracked the code for it. They cracked the code, like they, if you crack the code for a Stephen King book, then I feel like you're golden. And like, it's been a year since they announced the director, and they haven't. Really, I feel like they haven't really done anything for it. And I haven't heard any news on it, you know. So I, th- I feel like um, it's a perfect time right now to try to get this going, and hopefully, even by next year of anything, have it filmed or start filming it. Because again, I think I think we're ahead of the curve. Ahead of the curve in this situation, if we as soon as we crack the code, we'll get to the next level. So it's one step at a time for this, and that's the most important thing. And again, this wouldn't be filmed anytime soon. It just again, it has to figure out a whole timeline, it has to figure out everything of the nature that needs to get done for it. But this is a project I really want to work on and get it done within the next year, year and a half, if anything. There you go. Yeah. So that's yeah. So if you're if you're a Stephen King fan, if you're a Long Walk fan, um. Get excited because I I I will I will take this book and if you're not if you never read the book highly fucking highly fucking recommend it either read it on you know on from Amazon Kindle or even Audible if you have Audible it's free if you don't have it and you want to get your first book it's gonna be a free first book I highly recommend the Long Walk then you can't complain because it's a free book so um there you go you yeah and I and he's gonna force me to read it. <laughs> I am going to force you to read it because I, I want you to understand. I want you to understand no, the story I, I, so you I know, get a better idea of what, where kidding. I'm coming from. That's the, that's the most important thing because, like, you know, if I, I want everyone who's going to work on this on this fucking project. If you don't read the book, there's no point for you to be on this project. To be honest, like as 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 stupid as that sounds, it, it you need to read the book to understand where everything come from. Everything comes from in the book. That's how I feel. Right. Yeah. No, I got you. So yeah. All right. So yeah, that that's my that's my last bit of news that I want to throw out there to the universe again. There you go. So, you want to end this off, man? Yeah, yeah. Let's end this off, uh, guys. Um, this month coming up, by the way, to finish off. Um, who is it? We have. Let's let's see. 
One second, my fucking computer needs to load the hard drive. <sighs> okay, there we go. <laughs> it was being a poop for a second. Okay, this week, we this month, I should say, because uh, we just had Dan Worthington on Wednesday. So Frank from Betty, uh, Melina Gay, uh, T. Lee, Adia, Bell, and I think I think there's one more week in June. Let me just double check. Google. Uh, let me let me do that again too. Then, uh, sorry. Let me just read you this one more time. Okay, so to end off the this podcast, the month of June, we have about one, two, three, four, four new episodes, and that we have a uh, Frank Trombetti, who's going to be this Wednesday on the third. Uh, really cool cat. He uh he went. I went to school with him in at Rutgers. We were in the same uh, video class. Awesome guy. He talks about. Um, his time as a, a camera person uh, for uh, new the news um, uh, a Japanese news station in New York, um, really fascinating stuff. Um, then the next week on the tenth we have Melina Gay, uh, we talk to her, and then uh, on the seventeenth T Lee, a local Vegas uh, actor and acting coach, and then on the twenty fourth we have a good friend of ours, Adia Bell on the 24th of uh, June, and that is our June lineup for this All month. All great people, by the way. All great people. All wonderful people. I think you're really going to enjoy all four, um, I mean, all the podcasts are enjoyable, but I think you guys are really going to, are in for a treat this month in June, and then uh, we have next month all lined up for you as well. So, it should be very interesting the next two months, actually, the next handful of months. So, Again, guys, have a great week. Have a great day. Have a great month. Have a great June. Be safe out there. Uh, I know this world's crazy right now, but be safe and you know make sure to love love and hug your love, hug and love your loved ones. Yes, that makes sense. Yes. Um, you know we we love you guys. We thank you guys again for listening. I can't say that enough. I'll never say that enough. Um, it's without you guys, there would be no show. Really. Um, no, there probably would be, but still, we appreciate you guys from the bottom of our hearts. Again, thank you for the support. You know, we're six. Yeah, thank you again for the support. And again, you know, six months into this, I can't believe what's happening. And you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get there, and we're gonna have a lot more, a lot more shows coming, and a lot more awesome shit in the future. So stay tuned, and we'll catch you next month on our vlogcast for July. So again, guys, signing out for John uh, and Mark. Yep. It's uh, in the great night. Catch you next time. Peace. Later, guys. Hey.